You are listening to The Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. In this study, we will break down the Bible from B.C. to A.D. chronologically while offering historical context and real-life application for today. This series is brought to you by the Breakthrough Media Network. Hi, my name is Pastor Dave Engman, and this is Scott Brecky. And we want to welcome you to the Bible Breakthrough, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Ultimately, our goal is to lead you into a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus. Please look for the bonus video to this episode as we discuss various topics that come up because of the scripture we cover today. Also, again, the show notes will be linked in the description of this production. Now, in the last episode, we read Genesis 4, 1 through 26, and saw how dramatically sin had affected humanity as Cain murdered his brother Abel. The scriptures we're going to cover today are Genesis 5, 1 through 32. And here we're going to read about Adam's descendants and how humanity grew to become independent families and tribes. The three questions you should consider as you are listening are, what is this text saying? What does it mean? And how can I apply this to my life? So before we open the Bible and read, let's pray like always. So, Mm -hmm. Lord Father, again, we just thank you. First of all, we recognize you as being the Lord of our lives. And Father, as we open our word again, we pray that you would just highlight things that would uh, you would bring to our attention, Lord, that we can ultimately bring forth and apply to our life, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So let's open up the Bible and let's read the passage. Scott, would you do the honor? Genesis 5, 1 through 32. Mm-hmm. This is the written account of the descendants of Adam. When God created human beings, he made them to be like himself. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the the father of a son who was just like him in his very image. He named his son Seth. After the birth of Seth, Adam lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters, Adam lived 130 years, and then he died. When Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh. After the birth of Enosh, Seth lived another 807 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Seth lived 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. After the birth of Kenan, Enosh lived another 815 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enosh lived 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalal. After the birth of Mahalalal, Kenan lived another 840 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Kenan lived 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalalal was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. After the birth of Jared, Mahalalal lived another 830 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Mahalalal lived 895 years, and then he died. When Jared was 162 years old, he became the father of Enoch. After the birth of Enoch, Jared lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Jared lived 962 years, and then he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, 
he became the father of Methuselah. After the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in close relationship, close relationship with God for another 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. After the birth of Lamech, Methuselah lived another 782 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Methuselah lived 969 years, and then he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Lamech named his son Noah, for he said, May he bring us relief from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed. After the birth of Noah, Lamech lived another 595 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Lamech lived 777 years, and then he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. A lot of numbers there, Pastor. <laughs> yes, there are a lot of numbers. So as I read through that, kind of what are the, the facts of this scripture? Well, um, I guess number one, what we could see here is this happens to just kind of represent the conclusion, if you will, of the account of Adam. Mm -hmm. um, this is the first record of lineage as we've come to in the, in, in the reading now. It's the first time we see lineage listed uh, or genealogy listed, uh, linking Adam to Noah. And then one of the things that we can see is beginning with Adam and Eve, humanity did obviously grow and become um, independent, maybe independent, uh, families and tribes, we see that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Enoch, of course, I think if there's anything that stands out, you know, I mean, there's some things that stand out, but the fact that Enoch didn't die is yeah. uh, that God took him. That's strange. That's a big one. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, those are kind of the, the facts, I suppose, uh, that I saw. So what about the main point, Scott? What, what, what do you see here regarding the main points or the key key points? I mean, honestly, man, people lived old. I yes. mean, they lived a long, long life. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're talking eight, nine hundred years old. Man, that's 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 crazy to me. But um, also that they're having many children, right? Of course, the, um, we go on and see that they're yes, listing um, different uh, one in each particular. But he also after each time it says one of the names of one of their sons. It says that they have other sons and daughters. So I can imagine that they're having lots and kids, especially living to mm -hmm. be that old. So, um, but then after each of these, right, says that they died. So each person is, you know, they all died mm -hmm. according to, you know, and, and the result of, of sin, except for one, and that was Enoch. So we'll talk about that more. I think that obviously is going to be a, one of the main topics we'll, um, we'll uh, touch on. But why, though? Why was the reason that Enoch, you know, was taken? Obviously, he walked with God. And mm -hmm. um, so, and then we get to the the last point, maybe the fourth point is um, the coming of Noah. God, again, is setting this up, um, giving us this this history of lineage, and then it's setting us up for the next 
um, obviously maybe into our next episode with with Noah. So mm. yeah. So um, you know, reading through all these, you know, we have diff- lots of different names and um, you know their how long they lived and different sons and daughters. Why why is this lineage like so important? What is it about lineage? Why does it like lay this all out? Why why doesn't it just skip right to Noah? Well, you know, I think first of all, I think genealogies are important because they link us to our past. Yeah, you know, link us to the people we've come from, so um, that we at least can have a name. Like great 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 grandfathers and grandmothers, probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our lives, do we know their names? But um, maybe, but but you know, when when there's a list, um, things become real. So I think I think it's just really important so that we don't forget where we've come from. Yep. And then another another thing is is that regarding Old Testament uh, genealogies, for example, they're not always well. What they are always trying to do is communicate to us multiple layers of information. Um, and what they're doing is they're helping us. Uh, to to follow priestly and royal lines through Israel's history. There's a reason that we're getting names, specific names. For example, we started with Adam, then we went to Seth, then we went to Enosh, etc. Mm-hmm. These uh, these names were listed because what they represent are really holy seed for which Christ came. Mm-hmm. And for example, the royal line to Jesus started with Adam. It started first with Adam, then it went to Seth, Enoch, and then eventually Noah, and then eventually Adam, and then eventually we get to Jesus. Yep. Um, so genealogies are important for a lot of different reasons. One thing I'd say about genealogies is that, that I've learned is that they're not always good um, at helping us establish timelines. I mean, it's not that we can't establish timelines. Um, but I, I almost think that that's not like one of the main reasons why they're there. Yeah. So you're you know? so you're saying you couldn't just add up all these dates and be like, all right, you could list from this all the way back to Adam, and that's how many years it was. Yeah. I mean, you might be able to do it with this particular list, and you know, if you do, you'd come up somewhere between four and five thousand years mm-hmm. from Adam to to Noah. But I, you know, the reality is, is as we get on in the Bible readings with other genealogies, we 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 can clearly tell that you know generations may have been skipped. People, uh, as it says, like for example, uh, when Enosh was ninety years old, he became the father of Kenan. Well, in in later genealogy lists. Yeah. that we'll get to in Chronicles and so forth, um, especially, uh, you know, just because you're, he became the father of someone doesn't necessarily mean he was directly dad. Okay. It could have been great-great-grandfather, sure. Sure. right? They, they may, uh, God may have skipped certain generations for certain reasons, and mm-hmm. quite frankly, we don't know necessarily why, no. but anyway, with that being said, why did people live so long. What do you, you know? We talked about that in the key points. You brought that up. Why did people live so long in this period? You know. Yeah, I mean it's speculation, but um, one one thing that I think of is we're still very close to being, you know, just kicked out of the garden. So I mean, you, we can see today we're thousands of years, you know, thousands of years away. So we have lots of, um, you know, just things that we've added into being perfection. So. I think one of the reasons is is because it's not that far away from the garden and, and there's still just a lot of uh, things that are pure and not diseases that are um, necessarily out there and um, you know the bloodlines were still pure at in these beginning of these people so 
Um, that's kind of what stands out to me. Um, but sometimes I, 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 I think about, you know, when you, someone like Adam is 900 years old or Seth is 900 years old, like think of how smart those people were. Right? How much wisdom. Yeah, how much wisdom was in That's those people. Point. So like they, I'm, I'm just thinking, man, they probably knew a, a lot, a lot of things. They've, they've learned so many lessons over those 900 years of what to do, what not to do. Um, but then I also like to flip the coin on that as, all right, well, and, and maybe this is for moving forward in our, our next episode, but look how evil people that ended up getting. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you think of these guys as being holy men, but flip the coin and I mean, just how corrupt and evil they could be too. So, um, yeah. So here's a thought, have you ever thought of this? And so here we go, we get all the way to, to Noah, the account of Adam's life in then this genealogy ends with Noah. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe it was 4,000 years or 5,000, I didn't add it up, but I don't care how long it was. Did yeah. you, do you realize that there was no rain on the earth? Until Noah? Well, I do now. I didn't know until one day. I can't remember where I heard it, and I was like, "Wait, wait, what? What, what does that mean? What, what do you mean? How how did it? How did stuff like get watered? And if there's no rain, and then right. of course it says, I think we read it that that actually dew was to come up out of the ground, and that's mm -hmm. what kind of spring spring fed uh, all the living things. So. Yeah. Well, um, one one of the reasons I even brought that up is because one of the explanations for as to why people live so long is the idea that uh, it said it says here anyway, no rain had yet fallen on the earth, and mm -hmm. the expanse of the waters of the heavens kept out harmful cosmic rays and shielded people from environmental factors that that hasten aging. Never thought of that before. No. But of course, I got to be completely candid. I. I can't believe it didn't rain for that long. <laughs> I know. Like, that's that's a long time with no rain. Yeah. But apparently we didn't need it. Right. All right. So I want to just ask you a question because I know we'll talk about this more in the uh, the bonus. But why did God take Enoch? Why did He take him, not anybody else? You know, I think that it's one of the most interesting questions. Yeah. I mean, all we get here at this point now, all we get here at this point was this. You know. God, clearly, he walked, he walked in close fellowship with God, then one day he disappeared because God took him. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there must be a connection, right? How close was that walk? It must have been pretty close. I mean... I mean, I can't imagine. And, you know, we'll go on to learn. There's only one other person besides Enoch who was taken by God, and that was Elijah. Yep. And, you know... Obviously, Elijah had quite a, we're not there yet, but obviously he had quite a walk. And <laughs> yeah, quite, you know, quite but, the I mean, exit, too. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and at the end, I mean, his faith had wavered. He doubted God, but yet God took him anyway, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's so, you know, you think about that and comparing it to Enoch in this case. I mean, you got to think, man, that walk with God must have been really something. And the yeah, other thing that I think about regarding Enoch is, you know, um, in the midst of all of the wickedness and, so forth that 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 that's going on on the earth. There was still a man that God walked closely with, that walked closely with God, that God would then take him. That shows to the power of God early on, and what a representation mm -hmm. of God's power mm -hmm. to just take somebody, yeah. you know. And maybe during that, we 
we, we were talking about this earlier and when we were kind of preparing for this, but um, at a time in history when maybe people were wandering far from God, mm-hmm. you know, with, with what we'll come to learn about the wickedness of people, that, that in the midst of that, there was still somebody that was walking close with them. And then God illustrates his power by taking him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's one thing. Um, you know, it represents Enoch, because he walked with God, because he pleased God, and God knew him. These are three components I think are really important. Walking with God, pleasing God, and the fact that God knows you. Yeah. So what it does is it represents the hope of life over death. And, and it's really, it's the first, like I said, of two examples, as I've already talked about, uh, of, of God's power to, I'll, I'll, I'll use the word rapture, okay? Even though it's not a word in the Bible, yeah. uh, but that's really what he did. He kind of raptured him, right? Oh boy. Um, and of course, Elijah is the other one. I love that that part of of walked pleased and knew God. That those three things really like mm-hmm. really make me think of closeness with the Lord and like a relational yeah. relational part. Like, what, man, this person actually walked with God, talked with God, pleased God, and God knew who He was. Mm-hmm. That is so like that's intimate. That in, that's an intimate thing that yeah. He obviously had that. When you have that, I mean, it stands out. Obviously, like in the, this verse, doesn't say that. I mean, obviously, doesn't say that about any of the other people. But guess what? It does say that about him. Right. So, and what does it say to us? You know, you can know God and say you know Jesus, but here's the real question: Does He you know, know you? you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like so, that. we should always be sensitive to the Holy Spirit regarding application. Mm-hmm. And application is about obedience, and it's about. Uh, and, and really, it's uh, and, and being obedient is the key the, that unlocks the door to transformation. Well, you know, what good is knowledge if we don't apply it, right? So, yeah. Scott, did did you see any application in the twenty? In I'm this. sorry, the thirty-two verses of scripture that we read. <laughs> it's so funny when we get to this part because I uh, I'm like reading through all these. I'm getting a bunch of names and how old they were and how long they lived and and. Um, I'm going to hand it to you because I know we talked a little bit about this before, and I think you brought up a really, really good point, and it made me think. So I know if it's going to make me think, it's going to make our audience think. think. So, Yeah, so we're, we're clearly reading, you know, 32 verses of Scripture here. It's the conclusion, of course, of the account of Adam, and it's the genealogy. There's a lot of factual information, and it doesn't necessarily look like something in this particular set of Scripture would be something applicable to our life. But with that being said, you know, I think maybe the application principle here would be a mindset change, a shift of mindset. And and what I mean by that is, is that um, let's remember we're all, we're all related. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, our, 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 our lineage can be traced back to the garden and Adam and Eve, we're all part of a family. We're all part of the family. Yeah. And if that does nothing else, then maybe help us be a little bit more kind to one another, a little bit more gentle with each other, loving with each other, re- recognizing that you know we really are rela- we're related. Um, so could I call you my brother? Oh, please do, <laughs> Pastor. I'll call From you. I'll call, brother, you, I'll call you the same father. I'll right? call you my my brother, <laughs> not Pastor. No, I'm just joking. All right. So, how about you? How about our audience? What can you apply to your life? 
Yeah, look, we, we talk about this struggle, that, that wrestling match that goes on. We all struggle and wrestle, and it's not bad. It's good. Mm-hmm. And so if you're struggling, if you're wrestling, I just want to encourage you to hang in there. You're not alone. A lot of us struggle. I struggle sometimes a lot with some of this, but it's okay. Hang in there. Keep coming back. Yeah, and and really quick, I wanted to mention, um, I think it's really cool that you say that because I might read through something like this and get like, okay, what in the world can like I apply or what am I going to take from this? Yeah. Yet when I do it with a brother in Christ or maybe our audience, you do it with someone else, you, you sit down and read the Word together. And then you're sharpening each other and we're getting things pulling from each other. Yeah, so I good. love that. So that's good. just a quick, uh, quick reminder to check out the bonus video to this episode as we dive deeper and discuss the topics of this episode. Thank you for being a part of this, Scott. Yeah. And we want to thank you for tuning in. We look forward to our next episode, our next meeting together in episode seven as we discuss a new beginning for humanity, starting with the flood. Yeah, get ready for Noah. That's right. In our in our study in uh, of the first era beginnings. Thank you and God bless. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Bible Breakthrough with Pastor David Engman and Scott Brecky. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and will join us again for more of the Bible from BC to AD. We are a volunteer-driven ministry and rely on you to help us get the word out to the world. Please like this podcast on Facebook, share it to your page, and continue to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. This has been a broadcast of the Breakthrough Media Network.